0: Hey guys, welcome back to JK, great start to your week. And yes, I am back at it solo, flying solo right now. We've got a bunch of things going on right now. Our man James is, uh, you know, he's just, uh, he's, he's crushing life right now and he's just out there um, doing his thing. And uh, so we're going to continue the talk, the conversation that we had, what we've talked about this year about, uh, you know, what happens when you're in this season of, Maybe the cup is empty. Maybe you're feeling like you're in this uh, this time of seasonal depression. and you know listen, we know that's a real thing. We know seasonal depression is a legitimate thing. It happens over in Seattle and that area a lot because the sun doesn't shine. It happens a lot uh, in well in our climate in a sense because the winters are hard and the wind blows. It's the reason why Wyoming starts with a W because the wind is absolutely crazy. One of the jokes we always talk about is that they made the border. Colorado did this intentionally, by the way. I think Colorado knew exactly where that wind stopped, and that's exactly where they put the border. Because as soon as you get on the other state, the side of the state line, it starts howling at you. And uh, man, I was coming home the other night from Colorado uh, off the trip from the Spartan race. And, and I'm going to have some takeaways on that. I'll, I'll actually share the, with that with you in, in some later episodes here. But I was coming back and I had some chairs that we've got now in the podcast room for this new build-out that we've done. And uh, I was worried the entire time that they were going to blow away. And so um, it was uh, it, it was a nerve-wracking trip home, no doubt about it. I had this I don't know if you guys think of like worst case scenarios, like, okay, if this happens, what's the worst thing that can happen in this moment? And as I was looking at those chairs, I kept on thinking, I hope nobody's behind me because that chair is going to fly directly into their windshield and it's going to destroy that vehicle and hopefully not cause any further damage to them physically. But you know, I, I I remember watching movies and stuff like that happens, and I didn't want that to be a reality. But uh, yesterday, as I was coming back once again, it was uh, a little nerve wracking, and I spent probably more time looking in the rear view mirror than I did in my front uh, in my front window. So, um, so let, let's talk about like what happens. Let's go back to this really uh, for this episode here. Uh, what happens when you find yourself in that season? And as I've you know, as I've shared with you you know it was it was really about two and a half days of just really deep reflection of man am i really am i really doing what i'm supposed to be doing am i really making any kind of an impact am i like why do i have so much doubt why do i have why do i have this anxiety that i'm not doing enough why are other people succeeding and i feel like i'm just plateauing. I feel like I'm not gaining ground. I feel like I'm in this pond and there's no living water in it. And it's just getting stagnant and there's moss starting to grow. And if you've ever felt like that, I can tell you like, as as somebody has gone through that now, I completely empathize with this ability to want to move on. And I'm not, talking about, I'm not talking about suicide by any means. That, that, that's another extreme to this. But I'm, what I'm saying is like, just moving on to go, do I have the motivation to go do something? Like really, what's it all for? And I had to figure out this process. Because one is I didn't want to live there. But two, I know myself well enough that it's probably going to happen again. I'm probably going to go through something like this again in the and I need to be able to look back and figure out, okay, what do I need to do? What is it that is going to bring me out of this funk or this depression that I feel? And so I shared with you some things that I had I was doing and, and I want to continue on this path because obviously that's not just enough. Those are things, those are tools, those are the decisions that I was making in order to get out of that situation, but there's more to it than that. And so one thing that was really important for me, and we talk about this a lot, you probably already have a great morning routine, but what I had to do is I had to look at how was I structuring my morning routine? What was really going on during my morning routine that was bringing life to me? And so um, I started to evaluate like what is you know the meditation or the prayers, um, the silence, the, um, the things that I was reading I, I really just broke all of that down and and for the first time, I, st- I I said, you know what if I'm gonna start over, I'm gonna start over with some things that are new and I know other successful people do. There's a roadmap out there, right It's called books, it's called podcasts. it's called it's called sphere of influence roadmaps that are out there that you can apply to your life. And I'd always heard about this idea of visualization. You know, back when I was playing baseball, I would visualize throwing strikes. I would visualize my uh, mechanics on the mound. I would visualize winning. And when I got into reality in the real world, I, I stopped visualizing things because I didn't know how relevant it would be. And so I said, if I'm going to start over again in this sequence, I'm going to add this to it. And so, every day since then, I've started to visualize what I want. I've sat there in meditation, in quiet meditation. I've got my routine now. You know, in the morning, one of the things I do is I, I get up, I get my uh, my drink, my water. I start the coffee machine, I go over, I sit down on the couch, I start to read things that start to bring life to me. And then I go into the ice bath, and then I go from there into the sauna, the infrared sauna, and then that's where I meditate. I sit there and I, I put the music on, I've got some really great instrumental music that I have, I put it on the Bluetooth, I sit, and I sit in silence. And all I do is visualize. Now, this is the key thing that I've realized too. Not only do I visualize what I want, right? So I visualize three things right now and what I want. I visualize the income in three of our companies. Visualize three areas of income in my life right now. I also visualize a personal thing with my family. And right now, it's just to be completely transparent. Is that the visualization for my family is me and Kate sitting on a beach, me in a like a lounge chair, Kaden walking up to me, throwing the football. I catch it, and then I get out of my seat, and then I throw and I play catch with them. And then after that, a short moment, the boys and are uh, Brady and then the girls see me doing it. They want to come over. And then Kate gets out of her chair and we decide to play a game of football. I visualize every detail. I see myself tackling my wife and then giving her a kiss. Because I'm in the moment. I am full of so much joy. I visualize it every single morning. And I've never done something that in-depth before. And so I think it's really important for us, and I would tell you, if you're not envisioning joy in your life, there's no way that you can accept joy in your life. That is one really big key takeaway that I've gotten from this already. The second thing is that I know that there are certain things about me that are not the best qualities. I know that I get jealous. I know that I get short-tempered. I know that I get angry. I know that I... Uh, lose focus. I know that I bring so many things in my life that are not the best of qualities and I've got to learn how to shed those. And so I literally, before I even go into that mantra, before I go into that visualization, I literally start my meditation with me sitting in a cabin with a fire in the middle of the room and I'm literally burning off these desires, these thoughts, these things that I carry that I no longer want to be or that no longer serve me. We've said that before. And so it's a way for me to give away those things that I don't want to stand for, that I can't stand for, that I can't stand for that matter. And so I step in, I, I burn those things off. It's kind of like, it's like tar, right? At first, like the first couple of days, it felt like, man, as soon as I tried to get it off my, my skin, it would stick to my hand and then I couldn't burn it off. And like, literally, I'm just, this is the visualization of like these emotions that I'm trying to get rid of. And isn't that so much of what happens is that we want to get rid of the shame. We want to get rid of the anxiety. We want to get rid of um, the sadness or the disappointment or the, the pain but it just stays with us. But it's amazing after what happened after two to three to four to five days is that that sticky black tar that were the emotions I no longer wanted to carry, by day four, five, six, seven, they were literally falling off my arms or falling off my body. And then by the second week, which was amazing, is that they would go into the flames. They would go into the flames by themselves, and I wouldn't even have to put them in there. And now I'm at the point of this meditation where now I just go and stand in the fire. And all of those emotions get burned off. And then I put on this armor of, being undefendable every single morning. So I put on this this breastplate, just like uh, if you guys are uh, are familiar with the armor of God, I put on this breastplate. It's a little bit different from that. Uh, it's in, 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 in the armor of God, it's the breastplate of righteousness. What I put on is the armor of being unoffendable because I know that there's going to be a lot of situations throughout the day that I can get really offended by and those are usually the emotions i don't want to feel those are usually the, that's the usually the anxiety that is brought to my life that i no longer want to experience and so i'm going to proactively be unoffendable every single day with all my imperfection i put these shoes on that are my word of the year which is pursuit i put the hands of action so i put gloves on that gives me the ability to take action in my life and I put this hat on or this helmet on, and it's wisdom. And so then I feel like I'm prepared to go outside. I'm prepared to go and actually attack my day. And it's so detailed of what I experience. And then, of course, it leads into the other things that I say. It talks about the three companies that I have, and we have the visual the, the visual, goals for, visual goals for, and then it gets into my personal life. And I got to tell you, it was really freaking awkward at first. It was definitely uncomfortable. And I felt a little bit weird because I'm a man. Am I really going to be doing this? But as I just trusted the process, it became easier to do. And I found so much peace in it. I found joy in it. And so if you find yourself in a season right now, once again, that you're not finding the joy in your life that you desire, you're not in pursuit of the things that you really know that you want to go after and you just feel like you're stagnant, I want to encourage you to use this as another great step towards that person that you really want to be. You know, we all know our work's in progress. Awesome. That's great. But that means that the works have to be progressing. What are the works that you're progressing in? And I want to encourage you, you got to take the time. I've been in this huge kick of flame work here recently and doing more and more of that and then explaining that and helping others find flame time in their life. And I will tell you, the more time you create for flame work, the more on fire your life will be. Meditation is a little bit of flame work for me for sure when I leave those morning sessions, I'm on fire and I'm ready to go and I'm prepared for the day. That's all I got for you today. That is all I got for you today. Meditation, visualization. I gave you some details. I gave you some like real (laughs) deep details of exactly what I visualize. I just want to encourage you guys to make that time for yourself. You want to move forward in life? You've got to make time for yourself in those areas. So I love you all. Next episode, we'll keep tackling this. We're going to keep pursuing this because at the end of it, we know what we want to accomplish. We want to accomplish joy and peace in our life again. All right. Love you all. Talk to you soon.